Welcome to the refuge. Psalm 16:1 says, Keep me safe, O God, for I've come to you for refuge. The Refuge is a weekly podcast, and its purpose is to provide encouragement from God's Word and a place to encounter Father God as our rock, our fortress, our deliverer, and our refuge. And you will experience the infinite love and peace of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is The Refuge. Hey everybody, this is Tim Hewitt and I'm host of The Refuge and this uh, episode is being recorded the week of Christmas. So this is uh, December 22nd, 2020 and we're nearing the end of the year and what a year it's been and um, you know even this Christmas season is really different than most and so um, I've been really you know just trying to dig in and and, uh, connect with what Christmas is really about, especially during a year like this. And I've been encouraged the last week, uh, and I want to share a couple of things with you, a few things with you around um, Jesus and what a gift Jesus is to us. And um, I think it's kind of wild how each and every year um, in the crazy busyness of life, we kind of take a month each year not just in the U.S., but across the world, there's a lot of focus back on Jesus during this Christmas season. Uh, there's a lot of other things, of course, but it's just a good reminder of, of the Son of God who came as the Lamb of God uh, to take away the sins of the world. And, and we're reminded of how He came during this Christmas season. And um, so I've been really, you know, as I've ran trails lately and as I prayed and you know tried to find peace and and solace during this time, um, I've been reminded by the Lord of just the very nature of how that entry into this world came about. And so I've really spent some time in the nativity story lately and and thinking about that, thinking about the manger, thinking about you know what that was like in Bethlehem the night he came. And um, so I kind of wanted to just touch on that and unpack it pray for you guys and um, that we would meet Jesus as God with us this week. And um, he promises to meet us right where we are. And so I want to kind of touch on a few things around that idea of God with us. So I'll start with, um, let me look here, a couple of things. Um, Let me look here. Actually, um, I'm going to start with Matthew 1.23. And it says, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. And um, this week, um, during our refuge gathering, we had a very small socially distanced gathering of folks and uh, just encouraged each other and, and um, were, you know, really just trying to connect one last time before the the new year turns and and we were being responsible we were being you know masked and trying to keep our distance from one another that kind of thing but um, we read a story um, in Brendan Manning's devotional uh, reflections for ragmuffins and it was about uh, El Enchante which is um, it's a French story about the uh, wise, not the wise men actually, the shepherds who came to see Jesus the night of his birth. And it's a beautiful story because it talks about uh, these four shepherds coming 
and the first three brought gifts. I'm just trying to summarize it right here because I don't have it in front of me to read you, but I really wanted to capture the essence of the story. And the deal is that the three came, these are, this is a story told in France and the area of province um, each year. And there's, it talks about the three shepherds and this, these guys are the ones that God came and revealed that you know that whole thing we hear about i bring you good tidings of great joy you know and um i just think it's awesome that how god revealed himself to shepherds to the lowly and uh, we always think about the three kings who were educated who were noble who were wealthy who came bearing gifts to jesus and i still love that story as well because it's just that um they were guided by a star they had studied they had waited for the coming uh, for the appearing of the Son of God, and and they went on a journey to find Him, and it's a beautiful story. And they bring they come bearing these great gifts of honor um, to this new King, and I love that as well. You know, because it talks about it shows how God reaches everyone, calls everyone, and uh, can touch anybody. And so I love that story. But this this version is kind of from the standpoint of the shepherds and who were who came humbly with very little, you know, they were poor, they were, they were probably the most marginalized people of the time out in the fields, out in the, you know, fields managing sheep. And God revealed himself to them and they came to seek this new king um, in the manger. And it talks, this uh, devotional talks about, the story talks about three of the, three of the shepherds came bearing small gifts and, um, very small, humble gifts, but then also we're talking to Joseph and Mary, you know, commenting on how he had uh, decorated the manger, how he had prepared it, um, you know, just how well Mary looked, you know, just common small talk type stuff, just trying to encourage this young couple who had just given birth and, and honor them. But also what it talks about then is the fourth shepherd. They realized he wasn't around, they couldn't find him, and they they um, started looking for him and then they realized he was behind the blanket, which kind of separated the people from the, the I, I think they call it the creche, which is basically a, a manger or a crib, you know, somewhere where the baby would, would be. And they found him on the other side of this separation kind of blanket kind of thing. And they found him kneeling at the, at the bed at the crib of Jesus, and all he kept saying was, Jesus, 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 all night long, just in honor and in worship and surrender. And um, he had nothing to bring. That's what this, the story says. The other three had gifts to bring. This one came with nothing, but what he came with it was just adoration and he was enchanted with Jesus. So he's called El Enchante, the enchanted one. He was just overwhelmed and taken by Jesus, by this king, and by what this meant for him and what this meant for the world. And I love that story because it's just that intimacy with Jesus, even at that early age, um, even as a newborn, uh, this humble act of worship of this one shepherd just really touched my soul just it, it really wanted me to connect it made me want to connect with the spirit of that um, story you know of that of that person of that shepherd who was just wanted to sit in the presence 
of Jesus, of the King, of the Redeemer, of the Messiah. And so, beautiful story, and I know I didn't probably capture it near as well as Brendan Manning did in his devotional, but um, I just was reminded of that this week and love that story. So I encourage you to find that. It's called The Incarnation of Freedom, I believe. Uh, that one is uh, from um, Reflections for Ragmuffins by Brendan Manning. Find it. He, he does such a more eloquent job of telling that story. But what it reminded me of, again, is what the significance is of the coming of, of the Son of God and just even the way he came. So I want to read this next scripture, which is John 1, 14. And John, um, you know, in chapter 1, he talks about, he starts the, the whole thing. This is about kind of the, uh, the entry of Jesus in, onto the scene. And, uh, you know, the first part of John is, you know, um, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was, God, was with God, and the Word was God. That idea, you know, of just that Jesus has been with the Father since the beginning of time. But this story of Christmas is how Father God released him, um, you know, let him come to earth to humble himself and become one of us, um, to be God with us. But also, I really feel like there's a significant word this season that God is one of us, became one of us. So I wanted to read John 1.14 that says, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen the glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. And then another version, the New Living Version says, So the Word became human and made His home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. So, just a reminder that God with us is what uh, Emmanuel means. And I just heard the word this last week that Jesus became one of us. And that's really encouraging to me because... I just feel like it's important for, for me and for anyone else to know the true nature of Jesus was that he came, he was, he's with, he's God of the universe, right? He's there in the beginning with create, creating everything with the Father and the Spirit. Uh, he's a king who sits at the right hand of the Father. I mean, he's in the very presence of Almighty God, the Father. Um, and he chose to give up all that and become one of us to go low to submit himself to basically, you know, becoming human so that he could relate to everything we go through, through depression. Um, he could experience abandonment, um, you know, being ridiculed, being mocked, being sinned against, um, being rejected by his friends, being left alone. Um, it says in the word many times that God cries, that Jesus cried, uh, wept. Uh, for, for those around him. He just was a compassionate, beautiful human being. He became one of us so he could experience the full range of emotions and, and, and circumstances that we find ourselves here in here on planet Earth. He experienced every one of them. Uh, he experienced every sin uh, that we experience, the pain we go through, the joy we go through, um, you know, the laughter and the tears, all of it. He became a human so that he could experience everything that we experience. And also so that he could be the one who lived it perfectly here on earth as a human without sin. So that he could take all of our sins. He could take our shame. He could take um, death itself and take it unto himself on the cross. So he walked this earth as one of us, 
but sinless so that he could be the perfect Lamb of God who could take away the sins of the world and bear our shame and take our pain and take our sickness, our woundings, our sins. And uh, he experienced it all because he became one of us. And uh, he was God with us then, and he's God with us now. And so I just want you to be encouraged tonight, today, whenever you're listening to this, that Jesus is the Messiah, uh, the Savior, the King that we celebrate this Christmas, and he's God with us, and he's still God with us. And I'm praying that you would experience Jesus as God with us this week during Christmas. He came and, and like took away the protection, you know, the Father. I mean, literally the picture of the nativity of the him in the manger is that he uh, kind of relinquishes, you know, protection and puts his trust in people, in Joseph and Mary and those around him. Um, you know, he lets his guard down, so to speak, and um, just becomes so humble. And he starts in the lowliest of circumstances. His entry into this earth is in basically a barn. And yet, even though he was a king, even though he was God, he became the lowest, you know? <laughs> That's just his way, and it's beautiful. And he also reveals himself to everyone who's been forgotten who's been marginalized, who's been left out, left behind, and that's Jesus. He's beautiful. He's the greatest gift ever. Uh, he is the Lamb of God who was slain for us, and he's the one who wants to bring his peace and his hope and his joy and his forgiveness and his salvation to you today, tonight, uh, this week, as we celebrate Christmas. We celebrate Christmas, Christ. He is God with us. He's the God who became one of us. And he wants to walk alongside you. He wants to enter your pain. He wants to enter your circumstances and bring you joy, bring you peace. Take all your anxiety upon him because he cares for you. He wants to meet you as God, as a shelter, as the refuge. And um, I'm praying for you now, and I want to pray for you right now. Um, so I'll do that. Um, Father God, I pray for everyone listening to this podcast right now that you would meet them uh, in this moment, that you would bring your peace into their life. You'd bring, their, you'd bring your freedom into their life as you call them to find you as their Savior, King Jesus. You come and you say, come unto me, all you who are heavy, weary and heavy laden, I will give you rest. And... Um, also says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but live forever. He offers eternal life today. And I'm praying that for you, each and every one of you who are listening today. Eternal life, forgiveness, healing for your body, hope for your heart, um, joy where you have despair now. Jesus is offering all this to you. And I pray right now, wherever you are, that you experience the very presence of Jesus God with you, God as one of you, God who understands you, God who wants to help you through anything you're facing in the moment right now. So reach out to Jesus. He's here. Uh, Father God, I pray you meet each and every one who's listening now in the name of Jesus and make this the Christmas where they find Christ. Uh, and those who know you, that they find Christ, they find you, Jesus, in a new way. Um, 
you're God with us. And we praise you and we worship you and we thank you for everything you've done for us and for coming uh, here on earth to help us and to save us and to rescue us. You are good, you are beautiful, and we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. So if you've... um, I also want to pray this. If you'll join me in this prayer, if you don't know Jesus, just say this to him. Jesus, I know that you're the Son of God. I know that you're the one who came and that you're the one we celebrate this Christmas season because you're the Messiah, the Savior of the world, the Lamb of God, the Son of God. And I want to give my life to you so that you give your life to me. And so I give you my heart, I give you my life, and I ask you to come in, Jesus, and be my Savior. Um, be my friend, be my Lord and King in this moment. Come and you know, forgive my sins. I confess my sins to you. I ask you to heal me, cleanse me, and uh, make me white as snow this Christmas. If you pray something like that along those lines, doesn't have to be real ornate or anything. It'll be simple. He's just the one who comes when you ask him. So I'm just asking and encouraging you to ask him to come in to whatever you're going through right now. If you're saved, if you're not, just he's the same Jesus and he wants to meet you right where you are. So I'm praying that for each and every one of you guys and I will be this whole Christmas season. And so just want to remind you of that. He is God with us. And and um, this is just kind of an impromptu message based on what I've been feeling the last couple of weeks, but I hope you're encouraged this Christmas season. Um, He's the best gift ever. He is love and he loves you and wants to meet you. So may he meet you and your family, your friends this week during Christmas. Be encouraged. Um, And we're getting ready to do a new year. So enjoy this last uh, bit of 2020. Uh, ask Jesus to join you in this, the last days of this year. And I'm praying for an incredible year in 2021 for all of us. Um, I'm praying big things from the Lord for all of you guys, myself included, my family included. We need breakthrough from the Lord. I'm praying uh, more comes of the refuge, uh, that we can be more encouragement, provide more encouragement this year in 2021. Love you guys. Praying for each and every one, one of you. And I look forward to publishing uh, something next week uh, for the new year. Be encouraged. This is The Refuge.